Hi, and welcome to Beyond Your Limits. Today, I'm going to talk about what mindfulness is. And the mindfulness that I like to employ and use in my own life. And the first thing I want to say is when I first heard about mindfulness, I could not get my head around it. I just didn't really know what it was. And when somebody said, oh, it's, you know, I, I, it was, they started to talk to me and I realized, oh, it's just being aware. It's being aware of what you're actually doing. It's not being on automatic pilot. And so somebody asked me, what's the most important thing? And I said, discovering genuine self-awareness, not anything that I have to talk to people about, not anything that I have to wear as a badge, but genuine self-awareness brought a lot of freedom from suffering. And I think that that is a really important, or it's something I think that's very valuable for us to have in our lives. Why? Because you become very aware of the movement of mind and emotion within yourself and the cravings that you have. And when you realize that the movement and the mind within yourself and the energy that moves within you, whether it be thought, feeling, action, you realize nobody is causing your suffering. You are. You cause your own suffering through your own mental reactivity and reactions. And when you become aware of the real source of your problems, you discover how it is actually possible to control your reactions and your thoughts and your feelings. And that is the thing that brings us the freedom from suffering. And this is, it sounds very Buddhist as I'm listening to myself talk. And, you know, we think that we understand what craving or desiring or pining for something is. I'm not talking about desire in a way of, oh, you know, I really desire a piece of cake. And sure, if you want to ask yourself why you want that piece of cake, you can go ahead and do that. I mean, maybe you just want the cake. Maybe you just want a sugar fix. And unless you've got an eating disorder or you're on a diet, you can go ahead and analyze why. But also sometimes it's okay to take a few bites and just let it go. But some people say, I can't just have a few bites. I have to really discipline myself. Anyway, I'm getting off track. You don't, don't assume that you know what craving is until you absolutely directly observe your own mental state, your feelings, your, your thoughts will put you in a state and that state creates a feeling. And so it isn't necessarily about what you think you know. It isn't about desire. And it's so hard because you can't really convey this until you actually experience self. And so what you want to do is you want to begin to open the door to what is truth for you and why you think that's truth and what beliefs do you hold and why do you hold those beliefs and what happens if there is an opposing belief an alternative belief that is just as true for somebody and works for somebody, but yet it doesn't work for you. And you begin to unwind the things that you think. What happens is, is a door opens and you realize that there are so many misconceptions and misconceptions are what cause the suffering. That's what perpetuates your suffering is a misperception or a misconception. And so People talk about freedom being in no choice. And it's like, okay, 
but you have to live in this world. So that doesn't really, I mean, it can work if you're doing a meditation, but it's about observing yourself, the self that you are not aware of, the self that is just doing life. And so it's not just the image because the image is held in a concept and the concept is based on beliefs. So we have to go back to beliefs. And then we begin to observe ourselves. And when we understand ourselves, we shift our attention from the self to the body, including the way that we speak, the words that we use, our behaviors, the mind, thought, feelings, the mental objects, everything. And you just observe. And then you realize why you think these things are important or that they are important. Then you step back and you observe that. Is it truly important? And it isn't so much, I heard somebody say to me once, why can't I want really nice things? You can. And if that works for you and you want them, you should, and you should have them. But why do you have them? Are they causing you suffering? Are you getting what you want from them? Or are they just something for you to admire? And if you didn't have it, would you be okay with that too? Or are you going to keep your energy up and you're going to say, no, this is what I want and this is what I deserve. And you're going to have that. You just have to observe yourself. There's so many different ways for us to look at these things. So it's about living in the awareness of concepts and the screen and the uh, that we have that flashes across our mind of what we think is good, what we think is bad, how we judge everything in every moment. We judge people. We don't agree with the way they raise their kids. We don't agree the way that they eat. We don't agree with the way that they exercise. And instead of observing and dwelling on other people, recognize that you're actually dwelling on yourself when you do that. Those are your judgments. Those are your ideas. That's what you feel is you constantly grind away on the judgment of other people. How does that make you feel? How come you judge yourself so much? You must. And what are you trying to run away from that you have to judge other people? And that's where we want to get to the empty mind. We empty the concept of the mind. And when we don't have that mental reactivity... It gets a lot quieter in that brain, in that head, and in your life, because people are just people, and you bless them, and you love them, and the world is made up of all different ideas. Look at nature. She's always creating something new. So the idea that suffering is there, or it's here, or it's, it doesn't, it is not. It's actually the duality. It's the duplicitousness that we have within ourselves. It's the jealousy. It's the envy. It's the anger. It's the rage. It's the feeling that we're not enough, that we were left out, that we didn't get. And all of these identifications that we have and judging the identifications of other people. And what we are is we are one mind but we're different parts of that mind expressing ourselves differently. And so if you're suffering, become aware of your own judgments, become aware of how the world interacts with you and what you experience. And you know what you'll find? Yourself, your own mind. So self-awareness, 
being aware of how you identify with your body, how you identify with your thoughts and what you think and how that's so important and that you're spiritual and somebody isn't and that your thoughts are right and theirs are wrong and that your feelings are right and you feel like you are absolutely determined to own those feelings from your childhood. Let them go. When you stop identifying with those things and you just let them go, you just observe through self-awareness, the awareness of who is looking, not awareness of who or what is seen, but who's doing the looking. It gets really interesting because you begin to experience yourself and things begin to vanish and you start to see the oneness and it lifts. There's a lightness of being that happens when you recognize, and it takes time to get to a place where you don't judge or in, you know, there's going to be times when you do judge, but not where you're judging in a way that pisses you off. When the person cuts you off in the car in front of you, they're probably having a bad day. Imagine what their life was like, and you let it go and you bless them. And it's very, very important because in Alcoholics Anonymous, I think they say that there are some things that you cannot change and you have to be aware of what you have. You have to be aware of that. And people say, well, you can't change the past. Well, quantum physics says you can affect the past. And that's if you bring the past into the present and you heal it and then you let it go. And that's how you change the future. You change yourself. You change your reactions. So I hope you like this podcast and please make the world a better place.